your news programme every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now, once upon a time, drones might have been seen as being a almost frivolous application, occasionally with a useful purpose like journalism, for example, or taking amazing images. But Price Waterhouse Coopers recently released a report predicting that drones will replace $127 billion worth of business services and human labour by 2020, just around the corner, and quite a jump from the current uh, figure, which would be closer to around $2 billion. Well, companies like Google and Amazon have already begun working on drone delivery services. Let's bring in Michael Mazo, partner and head of Drone Powered Solutions at PricewaterhouseCoopers for Central and Eastern Europe. Good morning from Seoul. Good morning or good evening from Warsaw. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time. So not many drones flying overhead where you are right now, but that could change, presumably. Well, I think it will change and quite dramatically, I would say. Uh, uh, we truly believe that the drones will revolutionize our operations, the operations of majority of companies we see around us, similar to how IT has made a revolution in 90s uh, to the processes of many owned companies around the globe. So this will be the new revolution, the drone revolution. Yeah, and is it going to be a key driver as well of this uh, of this tech revolution that's already underway that will see the Internet of Things also just creep into every area of our lives? Is this just a, a sign of things to come? Well, I, I believe so. And you've mentioned the Amazon or Google uh, using drones for transportation, but this is just the top of the mountain, I would say. In our report, we talk about eight industries including infrastructure insurance agriculture mining when we enumerated number of possible and in fact existing applications of drone just an example being monitoring of the capital projects or building of infrastructure or having support in claims management processes insurance so drones in fact are becoming a tool to capture a new very detailed and accurate data which can be then analyzed and bring a lot of value to, to the business mm. the companies do in those sectors. But who monitors the monitors for this industry and various industries actually to incorporate drones effectively? They will have to be managed also effectively. Well, of course, of course. And I think uh, you put a question on how how how, what will be the speed of uh, development of, of, of these solutions? Mm -hmm. And what we say in our report, uh, probably the speed will be enormous, but there is one barrier which we enumerate, which is the legislation. And Poland is now probably one of the leaders in adoption of commercial use of drones and, and adoption of drone-powered solutions because it has adopted in early 2013 a complete legal framework for commercial use of drones as a first country worldwide and now some of the countries are also at this path including germany us or uk probably korea as well but we, we will see uh, the 
growth of this application along with the introduction of, mm. of such legal frameworks around the globe. Yeah, it, it would only take a, a, a very modest trend of accidents for this whole development to, to hit a snag, wouldn't it? Well, I think that's, that's another question, how to implement quite efficient air traffic control for, for drones. And what we see, there is a quite interesting discussion in states, also involving FAA and NASA, uh, in discussion how, how the drone traffic, air traffic should be controlled, similar discussions we have here in Europe. Mm. And I truly believe an efficient solution should be introduced over the next year or two. There are a lot of exciting possibilities to this. Even if we get past the safety issues, though, there is another potential drawback. That is human labor. If this were to replace thousands of jobs around the world, that, that's going to start drawing opposition of, a, of another kind, isn't it? Well, that's, that's an interesting point because I, I've seen that some have read our reports, uh, as you said, <laughs> but I don't think we mean that there will be robots replacing human labor. It's rather uh, one kind of jobs, mostly those which are the most dangerous or repetitive, will be replaced by other type of jobs, including drone operators, drone designers, image data analysis, because we must to, to say that a lot of uh, commercial drone applications is based on uh, image data analytics, which is available thanks to the drone capturing new mm. types of images in distant locations, for example. But in terms of uh, delivery, for example, mm -hmm. I mean, delivery is just one of the applications. At the moment, that obviously requires a human being. If a drone is dropping it on someone's doorstep, that's slightly different. Well, I, I, I think that's, that's a very nice marketing image you've, you've seen. But in fact, if you look at the legal side of this, for example, in Poland or UK, where this already possible each drone has to have an operator so it's just one type of of let's say car replaced by the drone and the mm. person still still remains the same but just would, but would the job. person remain the same because it, it would require a different set of skills as well presumably to operate a drone to someone who's maybe been delivering for 30 years but doesn't know how to or doesn't even want to get involved well, in tech such probably depends on a person, so it's so difficult to judge. But of course, it is a different types of skills. Are there any other obstacles that we've not mentioned that you would say we've got to be aware of if we were to take this forward in a country like Korea, for example? Well, I think that if, if you see the number $127 billion, which is the expected value of the commercial applications of drones, and now it's it's much less. I think that's a huge opportunity for all the startups and small companies which can develop in this space and, and become a real international players. Not mm. so many sectors nowadays when you can see such potential growth. One thing that strikes me is we recently discussed this on the show. The local government here was looking at having drone parks at one particular location by the Hun River for recreational use. And still, when you go to shops, there's this feeling that it's a, an amateur pursuit. It, does that get in the way of drones' true potential when it's marketed primarily towards the general public as something to do for a bit of fun, almost? Well, I think there are 
there are different applications, of course. There are recreational applications, and today it's probably a huge part of this business. But also, if you look on the so-called B2B business, you may notice that just two months ago, there was a first dedicated agriculture drone uh, introduced to this series production, which uh, can do uh, spraying of corpse on a very dedicated and targeted way. So also this kind of commercial types of drones are, are, are getting marketed here. For sure, the commercial applications of drone are following those which were first, so military and recreational. Mr. Mazur, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Thank you very much. Michael Mazur from PwC Poland. We welcome any comments from you on this. I mean, this claim, for example, that uh, we won't see a loss of jobs necessarily, it's difficult to envisage that uh, it's, it's going to be a smooth transition for everybody and that everyone's just going to be happy seeing their job at least change while drones take over their traditional duties. What about, you know, in the agriculture sector, so much more ground will be able to be covered by a drone, but they really need the same number of staff as we currently require. You can get in touch by text, pound a sharp 1013 for 51 per message. You can also email efmthismorning at gmail.com.